you guys know him. I know a lot of people probably listening know him because he's been in this community uh, for so long, but I, I would think he would be an incredible option. That is Athletic Director Mark Harlan talking about Morgan Scally. Had Mark Harlan on about an hour ago. Asked him about the new deal, and he just – I mean, that's a small snippet there, but you can listen to the interview online at 128thezone.com. Uh, the whole show is podcast uh, wherever, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get your – you can listen to the whole thing wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, that was a just a ringing endorsement of Morgan Scally. And if I were Morgan Scally right now, PK, I would be rooting for Mark to still be on the job whenever it is that Kyle steps down. That seems like a sure bet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that if Harlan took off and went someplace else and whoever they got in there wouldn't still go in Scally's direction. But you never know once you get more folks in there, different folks in there. And you don't even know that necessarily Harlan would fall through on that. But yeah, good good for Morgan, man. That would that would be great. The continuity. If if you have a winning program, continuity is a long uh, a large reason why you have the success that you have. And you because see, of the continuity. Right. And you see Washington with Chris Peterson stepping away from the football program, promote a coordinator. Continuity. They've won two conference titles now in the last four years. Yeah, if you're in the position to do that and say Kyle goes for a few more years, he would Morgan would get the head coaching job right about the same time that Kyle got the head coaching job. Comparable ages. Yeah. I think it was like 43, 44, somewhere in there. I think Morgan, and Morgan just turned 40 or uh, is about to? I one think or the he other. turned 40 in October. Okay. Uh, so if Kyle just, say, randomly goes three or four years, which I th- he's spoken about that. It's not like I'm giving you any big inside information. He's publicly said that. He was on with McMurphy and somebody else on the stadium thing, and they talked about the retirement. You can go Google that and look, listen to it for yourself if you, if you want to. So, I mean, and he's spoken to that locally here. A few times so it's obvious it's going to be in a few years if not sooner but that would set up Morgan he would have almost the identical career path that Kyle had as far as being at the university for about you know 10 plus years or so and then become the head coach obviously Kyle played in Provo Morgan played for the U that's about the only difference but they have a lot of similarities and and it's worked and so then you're bringing in somebody who has learned, basically, at the foot of a very great defensive coach who learned at the bedside of his father, who I can remember Bronco Mendenhall in the heat of the rivalry talking about how his older brother, I think his name was Matt, played in the NFL. And he said the best coach he ever had was Fred, Fred Whittingham. Kyle's dad. Yes. Right. So there's a legacy there, and it works. And I think if you look at uh, most, if not all, great coaches, and you trace back, people who are really good work for people who are really good. You don't tend to come out of nowhere not know anybody and be really good. And it works in multiple sports. You can see it in football. You can see it in basketball. You can just kind of go across the board. And people who are, you know, it's not a surprise that Belichick came off Parcell's staff. You know, oh, Parcells the, is the greatest football coach right. of all time. And the Bill Bar Walsh. None. Don't even think about anybody else. The Bill Walsh coaching tree has produced a lot of guys who coached at a high level. A lot of guys. I agree. So, 
this whole tree and tracing it back and looking at, you know, who a guy learned from, that that all matters. Yes. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. So we had Mark Harlan and Joe Ingles on back-to-back commercial-free. So we got to do a couple short segments here to catch up. DJ and PK, more in a moment. Stay with us. For many of our listeners, the daily grind begins at 6 a.m. sharp. Wake up. But for some of our uh, slightly less ambitious listeners, uh, what? this segment is for you. These are your 9 o'clock where the heck have you been slacker headlines. Wake up. With DJ and PK on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. That group we had obviously everyone knows it was pretty public how, how close we were. Definitely not saying this group isn't because this group is right up there with that team of camaraderie and, and closeness, but you're still trying to figure it out on court. And the Jazz will try to figure it out tonight. Shouldn't be that hard to figure out. It's the Warriors tonight. They just lost to the Knicks. The Knicks weren't beating anybody. Two worst teams in the league record-wise. Time now for all the headlines brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram in Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. If I'm the Warriors, I fire Kerr. This is an abomination. <laughs> like the worst firing ever. <laughs> worst firing you've ever seen. Before we get to the headlines. A coach thought, well, that guy really didn't deserve it. Well, obviously it's Frank Cush. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Schottenheimer got fired after going 14-2. and two. Lost in the first round of the playoffs, so oh, they ran him. Who was the guy that just got fired from the Kings and they had their best record in years? Yeah. Was it, was it Jaeger? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. They I, run through what, so what, many what, coaches, what, I was afraid to what, blurt what, one what out. What are you doing here? Right, but they hired Luke Walton. And that's fine, but why fire the other guy? You're making some progress and change coaches again. What, it, the, the coin came up heads or what? Yeah. <laughs> All right, the uh, NBA, Luka Doncic, can we really, is it possible to oversell what he's doing right now? No, I'd fly, fire the Kings management. They're the ones who passed, <laughs> passed on, on Luka Doncic. <laughs> so can you imagine, I mean, Donovan Mitchell has gotten a lot of recognition. A lot of people around the league have said nice things about what a good young player he is, and coming through USA Basketball this summer, how well he was playing. If he gets a triple-double, how nuts does everyone in Utah go? Now, if he gets a triple-double, or if he scores 40 points, how nuts does everyone go? But to score 40 points and a triple-double again. And you're 20 years old. Yeah. Luka Doncic is killing it. 41 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. I mean, the Pistons are real good, and the game is in Mexico City, and the Mavericks get the win. I know. 41, 12, and 11. It's just that this... This is an indication of how far the uh, international player has come as a collective. Or is he a one-off? I mean, are they going to be? He's a one-off to that level, but I think we've seen the development. But the next nine guys behind him are going to be. It used to be there was just a you know tall white guys who can shoot from the outside, and so they were kind of soft. That's gone. They're players. You know, in baseball, the, the the Japanese guy, how good will he be? He was good in the Japan League. How good will he be? Well, we've seen a whole slew of guys. If you're good, you're good. It doesn't matter anymore. And if you come over and it doesn't translate, it's because you couldn't adapt to the culture and the food and the travel and the weather and blah, 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 whatever else. 
Doncic, it doesn't really reflect on the next guy. Doncic owns the game of basketball right now. He's not the sole owner, but he owns it. Who else owns it? That's well, a topic. LeBron. Kawhi with two championships? No. Well, Toronto didn't exactly was not is not garbage without him. It's not like when LeBron left Cleveland, they sucked. So I have a hard time putting Kawhi on LeBron's stage. Uh, LeBron going to eight straight finals says something. And the whole, oh, he went to the West and now it's over and he got hurt that year. And clearly, the year he's going through, the only comparison, it's not perfect, but it's close enough. Jordan came back for half a season after baseball and got knocked out in the second round by Orlando. And he is furious. And he just took the league by storm the next year. They won 72 games on the title. It seems like LeBron's, and it's early, and he hasn't won the title or 72 games yet. But it's early, but it seems like he's carrying that same kind of rage. Like, that, you're, you're all dismissing me after that. You're knocking me down a peg after that. I'll well, I, need, you. I think you need that rage and passion. To get all the way to the top. I do, yeah. All right, Jazz and Warriors tonight. We talked a little bit about that. We had on uh, David Locke and Joe Ingles and, uh, and talked some jazz basketball. Uh, Mark Harlan, Utah Athletic Director, joined us. And uh, talked about uh, assessing what's up with the no-shows. It's not just a Utah issue. It's not even just a Pac-12 issue. It's a, an issue across the nation. And he did reference, hey, are we going to have to take less money to get more control of kick times? Yes, so, if you want yeah. it. And it seemed like, I mean, he doesn't come out and say it because he doesn't speak for the conference. He's one athletic director out of 12. But it was pretty clear listening to him that there needed to be some adjustment there and, and be realistic about how big a hit you're going to take on the money. Yeah, that's up. I have no idea what the negotiations are going to be, and as far as what you need to have and what you would be willing to accept, but you are you're paying, and the price you pay is these late kickoffs. And he spoke about, you know, twelve days out, they put the BYU Utah game at eight thirty on a snowstorm night. You got to be hardcore, <laughs> right? What was the game that they were playing? Was it Colorado? here and it was raining and my my sisters really got into the utes this year uh-huh. my one sister texted me good luck before the uh <laughs> so yeah, i'm no. gonna be i'm gonna be up here eating free food so i mean yeah. i could choke to death so i need luck for that but other but, than I mean, that they don't fully get it they think you know i'm really hardcore into it that way and in the end it doesn't matter to me i make the same amount of money either way but my sister what was the one game it was just raining like a mother and she texts me are you there i said yeah where are you sitting? I said, I'm sitting in the press box. <laughs> and it was caught in it was bitter cold. And I said, Yeah, Colorado is yeah, there's really cold. no way I would show up to that. No. Not not at this stage of my life for a football game to sit out in, in, in that brutal cold? Not happening. No. Not with the advent of H D and all this. It's not it's not like Utah does a really good job with the uh, public transportation. They have those guys sit up there on and face the track station, and they all got the communication going. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the traffic isn't overwhelming. Uh, between between the tracks yeah. and that, and the people who are tailgating already there who yeah. just walk over, that does minimize it. Yeah, I could leave. If the game starts at 8, I can leave my house at 7 and be in my seat by kickoff every time. Yeah. So it's not it's not the traffic, but the it's the elements. It's... You would think that would have a major impact on attendance. So can you make up more money there if you have uh, more folks in the system, particularly when they expand it? 
Well, I think the cool thing about the expansion, some of the seats will be outdoors, but a lot of them will be indoors. Because a lot of that is premium seating. It's luxury suite, club suite type yeah, stuff. But I, I, and those people can go in and out of the elements. Sure, they can, but the elements don't necessarily pertain to 8.30 starts. And That's you, just late and inconvenient. Right. If you got to, right. How far did you drive from? Where do you have to go to? And Yeah. We've certainly heard that I, from the BYU case, fans from Davis County. You and the other guys, they, you get together Sunday morning to have the meetings before church, you told me about, right? So you got that going on. What are you smiling at? Stop, you know why I'm smiling. Stop making you know, me smile. You know exactly why I'm smiling. <laughs> so if you got to be up, yeah. like Kalani, uh-huh. I guess on Sundays he becomes Bishop Rick, <laughs> and he says he's got to go. Bishop who? Rick. He's talking Bishop about it. He says yeah. he's a Bishop Rick. Yeah. So he becomes Bishop Rick on Sunday mornings. This he's is got funny. These early this is funny meetings. On, on multiple levels. He's got these early meetings. I wonder which level Kalani would find the funniest. I think I know. Well, I, I only that's what I heard him say. <laughs> He's Bishop Rick on Sunday morning, so All you're right. up late, one o'clock at night maybe, and you got to be at a meeting at seven a.m. Whether the game is uh, played in balmy conditions or not, that could be more difficult. That's a part of it too, in addition to the elements. Yes. All right, DJ and PK. Reminder: uh, We're brought to you in part by Homie buying or selling a home. Homie will give you up to five thousand dollars back to help you with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at Homie.com. As another show comes to an end, comes to an end, it's time to hear from you. Is this live right now? From your calls, tweets, and open mics, this is the best feedback of the day. This is why we lost the game. Presented by Strong Audi on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it is time for your feedback. All the stuff you thought about today's show. The big question today, Kyle, Kyle Whittingham. 4,000 consecutive workouts. What have you done? What kind of Ironman streak do you have that's impressive? Rod Zundel tweeted, I spent 4,000 consecutive minutes on a road trip to Denver with David DJ James once. (laughs) Thank you, Rod. What were you going over there for? Uh, that trip was when the Rockies were an expansion team. We did a road to the Rockies, had to do a cheap trip to see Major League Baseball, and we drove. Yeah. So, I don't know if it was really 4,000 minutes, but that was funny. That was a goofy trip. That was good. That was good. Sat in $1 seats in the rock pile, because they were at Mile High Stadium, and they're really bad seats, so we bought the $1 seats. We ran around the parking lot to see how far people were driving. You know, are people coming from Utah, and the license plates in the parking lot were from Every state. Well, you got I Wyoming, mean, just, Kansas, Nebraska, New Mexico, Utah. And all, uh, I wouldn't say all, but a lot Montana. of people clearly doing cross-country trips because like Missouri and Iowa. It's and sort of Minnesota. on the way too, yeah. Exactly. You're if not you're going that, I-80, you can just drop down 25. Right. And clearly people are doing it. I think, yeah. I can't remember for the story we counted up, I think we saw like 22 or 24 state license plates in the parking lot. Something Hawaii outrageous. would be impressive. That would be, Hawaii and Alaska <laughs> would be impressive. <laughs> Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, other impressive stuff. Uh, sports and stuff tweets at us. I haven't washed my hands in over 4,000 days. That's uh, sanitary. No That's problem there. That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some stuff here I just can't read. So thanks for that. You're Dirty? funny, but yes, yes. Obscene? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some of that. 
Uh, there's f- also double entendre stuff. How long know, have you gone? Trying to get stuff to, what, without washing my hands. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> uh, we got Rue the Day Gobert. Steve Kerr is actually a genius. They're tanking. They're going to get a high lottery pick. He's not a genius. They get everybody hurt. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no choice. They're going to trade for another lottery pick and they come back with a big three and two first-rounders. Uh, Devin says, hey, on the list of former coach of coaches who got fired after good years, wasn't didn't the Raptors fire the coach who won coach of the year? Uh, Dwayne Casey. Yeah, they did. And then they won a championship, so go figure. And then they got Kawhi. There's that. Dwayne Casey didn't have Kawhi, did he? No, he did not. Yeah. And Casey got another job. He's coaching the Pistons, isn't he? Yes, he did. Uh, Casey says, 4,000 days in a row. Uh, it's at least that many days I've changed the channel when I hear your voice replace Outkick. <laughs> <laughs> so what? We still keep getting contracts. I know. And why do <laughs> so, you follow me on Twitter? I mean, it's Christmas time, <laughs> I but I, I really don't know how else the other way, other way to say it than F you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> William Ferris tweets in, Kyle's lying. What about Sundays, Kyle? Well, if you don't have a scheduled workout on Sunday, and then you do you miss it? I think he's talked about Sunday as the day off. Yeah. But I'd have to double-check that. If he's scheduling six days a week and then however many days, weeks, months, years, times six to get to 4,000 in a row. I think it goes back 10 years is how long he's been talking about. Hmm. I won't do the math, but I think it has to be a little more than 10 years to get that far. Oh, okay. All right, DJ and PK, we are out of time. There's the feedback of the day, and it is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or com. All right, we will see you Sunday night on Talking Sports and back here Monday morning. See you.